Hello and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Jonah Harkle. It's Wednesday, March 4th, 2020. Here are your top stories brought to you by Cronkite News. The race for the White House is heating up, with the next Democratic debate set to take place in Phoenix on March 15th. Cronkite News reporter Delaney White explains how officials from both parties agree that with the candidate pool narrowing, the next debate will be crucial to who ends up receiving the Democratic nomination. Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego says the debate in Phoenix could be key in figuring out who will get the Democratic presidential nomination. Phoenix, Arizona could host the debate where we narrow down and really pick the finalist who will be the Democratic nominee. CEO of High Ground Chuck Coughlin agrees with Gallego. I think this could be really one of the first ones where those candidates following um, Super Tuesday will be able to condense onto the stage and begin to sharpen their own dialogue better, get more attention, and their critique of their opponents. Gallego believes that voters in Arizona will watch the debate closely, and that could have an impact on local voter turnout. Mike Noble is chief pollster at OH Predictive Insights. He says challenges with immigration as well as other issues of interest to the Latino community are expected to be thoroughly covered topics during next Sunday's debate. And I think one of the other interesting things is that you saw what I'm most curious to look at to see how Bernie Sanders does with the Latino vote. You saw how he did in the Nevada uh, elections and basically he did incredibly well with Hispanic voters compared to the other. We know our second largest demographic group here is Hispanics and it's growing uh, rapidly. So I'm very curious to see if that trend continues for Bernie. Although Arizona is traditionally a solid red state, Democrats are hoping to flip the Grand Canyon state blue come November. Delaney White, Cronkite News. Democratic presidential nominee Bernie Sanders plans to stop in Phoenix this week ahead of Arizona's March 17th primary. Attention right now is largely focused on the outcome of the Super Tuesday contest this week, but we'll quickly turn to states like Arizona that vote later in March. The Vermont Senator is scheduled to speak at 6.30 p.m. on Thursday at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum at the State Fairgrounds. Officials have indicated that an Arizona man who came in direct contact with a coronavirus patient is now the state's second case. Both state and Maricopa County health officials said Tuesday that lab tests confirmed the man has indeed been infected. They also said the man is in stable condition and recovering at home. He's in his 20s and lives in Metro Phoenix. The patient the man came in contact with is someone outside of Arizona who had traveled to a community where the virus has spread. For more information about the coronavirus in Arizona, be sure to visit cronkitenews.azpbs.org. Scientists in Tucson have discovered what may be a second moon orbiting our planet. And if they're right, it will only be the second time in known history that Earth has had two moons. This possible second moon has been orbiting Earth for two years. Scientists have given it the name 2020 CD3, but it's becoming more popularly known as Mini Moon. Kasper Vierskos is a scientist with the Catalina Sky Survey. Our mission is to discover as many near-Earth objects as possible. On the night of February 15th, Bierskos and his colleague Teddy Prine were at their 60-inch telescope when they noticed something on their computer screen. At first, they suspected a common asteroid, but then the scientists began tracking the object. It was clear that this object was indeed um, orbiting the Earth. Although the discovery is exciting, Bierskos is not completely sold on calling it a mini-moon just yet. 
we still don't know 100% uh, if this object is indeed natural or maybe some piece of flight hardware. Eric Christensen directs the Catalina Sky Survey. He says that the alleged mini-moon could be temporarily affected by Earth's gravity. They might be influenced by the Earth's gravity. They might make, make a few uh, chaotic passes around the Earth and then, and then uh, they're released back into heliocentric orbit. Which means the days of 2020 CD3 in our orbit are numbered. Beerskos expects it will likely leave our planet's orbit in about a month's time. Everyone here at CN2Go, thanks you for listening to this edition of the show. We had help today from Cronkite News reporters Delaney White, Isabella Holsizer, and Dylan McKim. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. You can also listen to all of our past briefings by checking out our page on SoundCloud. That's all for today's Cronkite News To Go. I'm Jonah Harkle. We'll see you tomorrow with more stories from Cronkite News.